This episode is sponsored by Corbin's Coals. Roll them out and bring them out. Corbin's Coals has an overstock on all coals, and they need to go, go, go. Swing by the back door with a shovel and a barrel, and Corbin's Coals will leave you a happy camper. Corbin's Coals, no reservations, and only open on Tuesday for five minutes. Do you even know what this is or even understand what you're about to get into? (laughs) You just stepped into the only virtual realm of complete cool boy wisdom. This is Cool Talks 444. Hey, welcome back. What's happening? This is is a continuation of more episodes. Tricked you. You thought it was just going to be one episode, but it's going to be many more. So, cut to smash cut. We took all your money. This is <laughs> yeah, it. We took all the money. Kickstarter. <laughs> Kickstarter. Kickstarter's funded. <laughs> Thanks. We're out. Yep, that's it. We're going to start a new one, and you're going to get fooled again. That's right. Yeah. And this time it's going to be for more money. Yeah. We're going to spend it all on booze. Your half. We'll figure that out later. We'll, yeah. That'll be a discussion between you and I. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Hey, what about uh, that sponsor, Corbin's mm. Coals? Yeah, sounds good. Hey, summer's kind of coming right around the right around the corner. Summer's coming around. Finally, the corner. starting to warm up here. We can start barbecuing outside. You're gonna need a lot of coals. Yeah, and you know when we, you know the first the first sponsor was great. The second sponsor, they just keep lining up. And yep. it's I amazing. Mean, we, we're almost at a point where we're just at a high capacity where I'm turning. I've been turning sponsors to say away. No, yeah, yeah. But th- but Corbin's calls is pretty cool. The owner, German, uh, is a great person, and he. He just wanted to just get his you know business out there. That guy, I guess they just started, but I mean, we got I got so much coal, so that's great. If you guys are interested, I'm Corbin's coals. Year. Corbin's coals is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, let's get this started. Um, Have this, you ever met anybody else besides that named Corbin? No, I met one. Well, I bet they're related. <laughs> I would hope so. And they're related not in last name but in first name. Yeah, and that's how that that's works. How it goes. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, welcome, guys. This is episode two. Um, this episode is travel. Uh, we're going to talk to you and give you all the advice because obviously we're professionals in this industry. In every way possible. Yeah. So cheers to us. And um, yeah, we're going to get this started and going. Um, our first mystery guest. I've been uh, really excited about this one. Um, this is a big deal. Uh, this is our first guest of Cool Talks 444. And guess what? It's my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad is talking. How lame is that? It's kind of cool, but <laughs> well, he's, good thing he's a cool boy. I'm 31 years old, and I started a podcast, and my first guest dad, is my dad. Dad, come on my podcast. Yeah, I feel like I'm like like some kid like in a, doing this in a garage or something. He's like, Dad, okay, come down. Or Mom yells at him, what are you doing out there? I'm starting a podcast. Yeah. So um, with that being said, um, Dad... Good morning, Chuck. How the heck are you? I'm I'm good. It's it's actually Holy. seven. I, know, PM, but I have a travel issue. I thought it was earlier already. Mm. It's mm. jet lag. Always traveling. I just wake up with it. <laughs> when I wake up at the same place, I get jet lag. You have latent, latent, <laughs> <laughs> jet lag from all the traveling. It just doesn't hit me. Though, it, like it comes out of nowhere. Later, yeah, just rears its ugly head. I think it's morning. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways to get around that. Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so let me let me just uh, get an introduction to you, um, Dad. Um, you're recently 60 years old. Woo! Feeling yeah. it. Yep, 60 years old, and uh, you do a lot of cool stuff. I think you're not a very typical dad. I see a lot of dads that are 60 and they're balding, their knees are gone, and they yeah, 44 most of them. Yeah, and they're you're, they're lame. 
yeah, lame dads. 60 and killing it. So, yep. um, yeah, so I, I wanted to bring you on for our first guest, A, because you're my dad, and it was really easy to get you to yeah, do this. It's like D-ball. Yeah, and um, you've you've traveled a lot, and I've 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 traveled a bit. Um, I feel like I've I've had my fair share of traveling, and um, but I've got a lot of it from you, and so yeah, I would like to just we're just gonna pick your brain. We're gonna talk about travel. Sounds um, like fun. I love travel. Mm-hmm. Everybody should travel. That's a that's a good thing. This is true. Opens up your brain. Yeah. So yeah. Basically, let's just kick this off. Um, Dad, what inspired you to travel? Or how did how did you get started? Or what was there something that like motivated you to travel? Well, my first knee jerk reaction would be uh, better surf spots. I was raised on Malibu, and it was crowded even in 1972. Like how crowded are we talking? Not nearly 50, as crowded people. as now. It's five times as crowded. Yes. You could find a parking place. Oh, well, yeah. We'd go out at dawn, and there'd be zero guys for. 13 minutes now there's 20 guys out at 13 2 minutes. in the morning now there's zero guys for 13 <laughs> seconds yeah so my early travel would have been uh i think since both my parents are dead i can talk about that now we used to go down tell them we were going camping in san diego and we'd head into mexico and back in those days it was pretty easy to get over the border they just waved you so we'd drive over with my buddies that were older 16 17 i'm 15 uh coming back the usa guys little easier back then than now too though but I couldn't be in the car so I would they'd let me off 200 yards back I would walk over the border and I would find a couple that like looked like I could be their kid Kid. and I'd just get like (laughs) six feet behind them and I'd be playing with my new rawhide bullwhip or something so that right when we walked over I'd be going like hey dad I think that guy ripped me off and Mm -hmm. then they'd never stop you so why couldn't you be with them well, it means because at that point you would literally walk back in. If you yeah. were gringo, they'd yeah. just look at you and not ask you a single question because yeah. you walked into TJ to buy stuff. So why were you trying to split up with your brothers? Well, right? I was 15. If, I, if they'd asked me, where's your license? Do your oh, parents know you're down here? Oh, yeah. would have mm. been both no's. Yeah. Parents didn't want me going to Mexico yet, too. Well, in the safest spot. So this is like late 70s then? Uh, when I'm 15, so 74. Yeah. 74, 5, 3, 4, 4, 5, 5, 6. And what do, you, what do you guys do? You just camp on the beach? or? Yeah. Yeah. Camp at K33. Did you K38. drink beers? At 15? Were there beers involved? Neither deny nor yes. confirm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's the 70s. I started at 12. <laughs> in the 90s. I'm not going to say when I started. <laughs> my first beer was uh, with my dad again oh my first is my uncle at like eight no so, my okay. i was i was too scared to do it and uh <laughs> too scared to we do were it on sounds a, like you're jumping off a cliff we were on an airplane traveling uh to africa and it was united arab emirates oh, i remember that hell the lady, yeah the lady looks at me and she's like uh do you want alcohol or beer and i just like look at my dad because i'm 18 and i'm like oh yeah i'm like they're legal yeah i'm legal fuck yeah and my dad's just like just kind of gave me a smile and nod and i just picked heineken all right. And that's I, not a bad first beer, actually. It's not a bad first it's the beer. Benchmark. At all. Yeah. No, it's the benchmark. No, it's the benchmark beer. Benchmark beer. Yeah, when I had that first beer, I thought Heineken was it's like the best beer in the world. You know, people would oh, yeah. people would come to me and they they'd be like, Oh yeah, I've drank beer and I look at them like, Yeah, but have you had Heineken? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Do you even know? Do you even know? It's in a different language. Yeah. Let me just stop you right there yeah. and tell you. Have you had Heineken? I, have you had Heineken? It's so good. Yeah. So, and yeah, I didn't really Everybody much thinks that though. Yeah. After that. But yeah, so going back to Mexico, um, so you, at a young age, you started traveling a little bit and then yeah. 
you're a surfer. So anybody who is um, listening that might not know my dad, Gary, um, you're a realtor for 30 years now, give or take, or you're going, you know, for a long time, whatever. Um, but grew up in Southern California. You, you surfed forever. I mean, I grew, we, we grew up yeah. on the beach. Swam before I could walk. Mm-hmm. Had a mat when I was two or three or four, and then bought my first surfboard at nine. Never really rode it. Never stood on it. Had an older brother. It went till I was eleven. I got a little bigger board. Actually caught some waves on that. And then at thirteen, I got tubed, and that oh man changed everything. Dropped yeah. out of Pop Warner. Never picked <laughs> up a golf club again. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so what about your? What was like your first big trip? Like a big travel trip? Like as an adult, like you're legal. Uh, you're not crossing. Once borders. I turned eighteen and I could legally go over the border, I went all the way to uh, the tip of Baja. So okay. Oh, okay. Summer of '77. Okay. Two pickup trucks. One, two, three, four, five, six surf buddies. Me, my brother, in the slot. Scott, R.D. Boo boo. Yeah, maybe that was it. Five Did you guys just have Ooh. a bunch of like cartoon names for each other? No, those are real names. Those are real names. Yeah, Boo Boo. Boo Boo is his yeah. first Boo-boo's name. Boo Boo's on his birth certificate. Yeah, Boo Boo. Is Boo Boo the oldest? First and last name. No, first he was name like, Boo. hey, Boo Boo, like Yogi Bear. Yeah, yeah. He was a sidekick. Yeah. Very amicable guy. Did he surf? But so, oh yeah, no. So we're camping at the tip of Baja, and back then, that's now that the Riviera. If you've been there, it's the 23 miles between Cabo San Lucas and San Jose del Cabo. Zippers is the wave, and there was literally nothing there. You know, you're camping on the beach, 50 feet from the waterline. There's a dog that would chase your car, and he'd put his head in the tire wheel. <laughs> Three years later, he was dead, but it, he went. He had a good run. Every time you watch him, you'd think he's going to die. He'd put his head in the wheel and run with the car <laughs> and bark in the little echo chamber. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. He, he's probably just having a blast, you know. <laughs> he liked danger. Yeah. He got a boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> Terminal boo-boo. Yeah. Dead boo-boo. Yeah. Um, cool. so, so it sounds like uh, Tip of Baja. Um, but I, I've known, growing up, I always like, <clears throat> you're always like, yeah, here in this part of the world, in this part of the world. Yeah. So, um, They're all fun. Your Mexico is a good, uh, at least back then, I think the first start, anybody traveling, you have to let go of security a little bit. We're sort of in, we're hugging that thing a little too tight here in America these days. It's safe well, first. I mean, yeah. it's, it's gotten beyond, you know, you need to have a little fun. You don't, doesn't right. mean you have uh, sex with a hooker in Uganda. That's not safe. That's just stupid. There's a, lot, yeah. there's a lot of room between yeah. that and staying at home. <laughs> yeah. Where are the cattels at? Okay. Where's the all-you-can-eat we'll buffet in, in Africa? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. Uh, it could be good. It could be bad. Could um, you imagine that? I don't know. All-you-can-eat buffet in Africa? It's just like a bunch of roots. and <laughs> That's right. Pieces of bones. It's a big trash can, and you get to climb in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's behind the restaurant. It's a dumpster it's behind the restaurant. <laughs> but the sad case is they actually charge you to climb yeah. into the yeah. dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you were so I was in Uganda for like a little over two months. You were there. You, right. you followed me for like two weeks. And yeah. Mom wouldn't let you go alone, and yeah, I figured no. it was a good reason to travel. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was fun because that was my 18-year-old trip. My 18-year-old yeah. trip was like um, I grew up with a, a nonprofit organization, Borders for Christ, and and through that, you know, at 14 and a half years old, give or take, I always was on a skateboard tour here and there, and I got, I've actually been able to see every state in the U.S. Uh, besides, I've never been to Maine, I've never been to Alaska. Oh but, man, but, but pretty cool. I, you know, I, I was I was very blessed as a kid to be able to see that sort of stuff, and and 
it got me out of my comfort zone immediately because we're just right. a bunch mm-hmm. of skateboard kids and like you know we we slept in parking lots and all sorts of stuff and there's tons of stories there but yeah my big my big like trip of my adulthood life is going to uganda well, yeah you and, just graduated mm-hmm. high school you worked all summer to save money to go and yeah. you wanted to go save the world and no better place than to start in africa yeah and i remember um i graduated and i packed and you and mom come into the room and you're like you're not done packing and i and i i'm just like what wait what are you talking about and they're like the whole room needs to go <laughs> yeah. do we forget to tell you uh you're gone you're gone she couldn't wait yeah and it was like my first sewing room was that that was a sewing room that's right i could see your mom right now that's like my dad did the same thing for me 14 years now yeah i think yeah they when i came back because it was a i left august-ish beginning of august or somewhere around there and i came back like end of november or i don't know somewhere yeah, early november three months yeah yeah i was there for a long time but yeah because i came back into november and it was it's idaho so it's starting to get really cold and there's actually snow on the ground already mm-hmm. at that time and um there's no space for me in the house because my formal room is now a sewing room so yep. unless i want to sleep on the ground next to needles um, <laughs> that's probably another good podcast is why you need to kick your kids out. Yeah, you, you definitely yeah. need to do that. You can't yeah. leave a room for them to move back into. No, you it's can't. be like, gee, it's yeah. not going to be that comfortable you, for you, guys, you here now, is it? You guys put me in the trailer just about 200 <laughs> feet away from the house. I, I mean, I liked the sound of this. It was so cold. Oh, yeah. I you forgot know. all that. That's yeah. good stuff. It was good stuff, you know, but it, but I, I was already set to move away and, and try to do my yeah. own thing. So it, it forced me, but... Um, mm-hmm. Leave them a room. Next thing you know, they're 30 years old. They're wondering why mom yeah. hasn't brought them another cold chocolate. And they're, why isn't my towel picked up from the ground? That's if, what oh, is that called? Uh, um, it's that movie, uh, uh, Failure to Launch, is, isn't that? <clears> I'm, I'm not a movie guy. I don't know. But that my seems about right. It's called... Seems sh- about right. Screwing up the world by not yeah. raising good thanks for hey. Thanks for fucking your kids up. <laughs> kick so them out let me let me just put a topic here really quick because uh, this is something that uh, my wife talks about all the time you have time. two legs and a foot on each one use one of those to kick your kid out <laughs> You're, okay they'll, they'll be okay let me let me get your let me get your two cents here andrew <laughs> all right you, you could be the middle party on this one. Oh, that never happens <laughs> my wife my wife makes fun of me because i say mexico mexico mm. i know right where this is going yeah yeah dad my dad says it dad says it all the time Mexico, yeah, Mexico. And my wife is always like, Mexico. You guys say it wrong all the time. It's Mexico, and and I, my my uh, way of thinking is, well, they say Mexico, mm-hmm. so yeah. technically I'm more right than you. That's 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 my understanding too. So would you I'm say, with you. Would, would it be okay to say Mexico? Mexico. Yeah, my my e is a little bit more soft. Your you dad, you have a very e thing to your Mexico. Yeah. So say mm-hmm. it one time. Mexico. So now you're saying it softer. You're, you're, yeah, you're cautious about it because I'm listening. Yeah. yeah, that brings up a good point though. That when you travel, then you don't have the right to say it how you want to say it. You should say it's it true. how they say it because yeah. you're wherever you are, and if that's a true Mexico, yes, assimilate you know, as best yeah. as you can. Try to respect the local customs, and yeah. they call Mexico City Distrito Federal, Distrito. You know, it's then they used to start calling it that because call yeah. they'll understand and they'll realize that you're trying to be polite. Yeah, the whole trying goes a long ways. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a long ways. Hundred percent. You know, uh, you and I, we went to Bali. Yeah. Uh, together, <laughs> I, I went to Bali once, and I was like, "This is the best place on earth. I'm gonna go back." I'm with you on this. And when I turned thirty, I just really wanted to have, uh, like a a, a memorable uh, moment. And so a mm-hmm. lot of my a lot of my good friends, 
um, Andrew being one of them, we, and, you know, we went to Bali and it was really fun because this time around, I really got to learn the language a lot more yep. and you and I are who we are now, but in <laughs> yeah. Bali and in Bali, yeah. the culture is like super, super like, uh, respectful. Yes. Very and much. So, so we just flipped it on ourselves. We're like, yeah. we're just going to make fun of ourselves so much. You know, we were like the new Kevin Hart's. Like we would yeah. say, uh, <laughs> Uh, what, what are some of the things? Uh, uh, Bulilenga. Bulilenga. Buli so that means, yeah, that means stupid that's, tourist. That's technically a retarded tourist. Yeah, and Lenga, Lenga is like a, a worser <laughs> it's, version of like stupid. It's like you have an impediment. Oh, they is giggle. why you're stupid. They, they giggle, yeah. and they can't believe that you said that, and then you say it about yourself. Or yeah. we say Bobby Kachil. Bobby Kachil, yes. Yeah, Saya, that, which, Saya which, Bobby Kachil. Saya Bobby Kachil Manja, American, yes, which is... Uh, uh, I am a spoiled little American pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, that's usually yeah. how you introduce yourself. Self-deprecating humor is yeah, a great yeah, way yeah. anywhere. Well, I yeah, mean, I mean, you start out with like... Uh, um, how much is that beer? Uh, well, it would be... Uh, Gamu Bukan Papaku. Yeah, Gamu Bukan Papaku, which is, you're not my dad. Of course, we know that one. I mean, you're not my give dad. Me, give me a break. You're of my dad, but no that. one else is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we, we learned a lot of that language, and so like when we were going there and doing these sort of things. I mean, think about it. Like if, um, like I remember serving, and sometimes you have. Uh, I served at a steakhouse, and and there's a lot of tourists in Quilane. So like sometimes you get people there that can't really speak a lot of English, like maybe a French person or a German person, but they're with someone obviously that speaks English. Yeah. But I always thought to myself, like, what if like some Chinese people came in or like a French guy came in, doesn't speak a lick of English, and just goes, "I'm a spoiled French pig." <laughs> 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 I like him already. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, be the first French guy. You gotta be the coolest guy ever. <laughs> let's let's hang out. You're let's a remember. cool boy. <laughs> You're a cool boy. Yeah, come on, Cool Talks four four four. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's fun. So let, let me let's let's kind of circle back here. Um, yeah, the self deprecation that should be everywhere. Like yeah. wherever you go, just figure out a way to make fun it of yourself. It breaks the ice. It does. It's it breaks big, the ice. I mean, yeah. I don't think I don't think it matters anywhere. I mean, because uh, Americans have such a stigma. Like I think actually, what what I think is actually not true is. Most of the world, so Americans, Americans who like don't travel, maybe gone to Europe once or twice. So they like, I think every, every they, place they is super dangerous. Oh, don't go there. Well, it's uh, more so, it's also I mean? like the stigma of Americans. They think that like, oh, everybody the world hates, hates them. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Not true. Yeah, I, haven't been to a, crap. I haven't been in a single place. It's like, oh, you're American. I mean, sometimes yeah. like when I was like in Rome for a teeny bit, but that's because I hate all tourists because their place is just like covered with tourists. That's all they, I get that's all they do. I get yeah. it. But no, they like the U.S. guy. Yeah. Typically, yeah. you're an American cowboy. You give them a look in the eye. You give them a smile. You say something that self-deprecates yourself. And you yep. offer your hand out. Mm-hmm. You open the door for the ladies. Yeah, you're you're good. You're 95 yeah. percent of the way there. You say, "Hey, I'm a spoiled fat pig, but here I'm gonna open the door for you." Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's oh, like yeah. That's right. Yeah. And we tip well. Yeah, we do tip well. We yeah. Or if you don't, and you're quick. listening to this, start tipping well. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. be a dick and. I hate <laughs> no. that. That's like one of my big pet peeves. Yeah, we were talking about the first episode. Not yeah. Tip well. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh it, my God. It's, it's just respect of culture. I think. I think when like when we travel, like what I, my biggest <clears throat> thing when I try to travel is just trying to respect their culture and, and learn their culture as much as possible because it just. Yeah. I try to make it meaningful where I like want to. Not not like just include myself on their culture and like try to understand it more because I think a lot of tourists in general doesn't matter where you're from like yeah, they just going around with freaking blinders on they don't yeah and they're shit, just buying stuff whatever. And, you yeah. know it's just whatever they're you know? showing up where the cruise boat stops and that's their yeah. feeling of culture I mean you really got to get on the bus yeah you know the micro bus that picks up the other <laughs> black guys that are sweating <laughs> and they're pissed off about the new president and ask him how he feels about things right you yeah. get a much better idea what's going so on. so i oh, this is sure. actually a part of the topic i want to talk about but first i want to just circle back really quick um 
dad. Yeah. Um, what about like, do you have like a memorable good experience traveling and a memorable mm. bad experience? Let's start with the good. Cause first thing that my first big trip, I did Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. Then I got 21 and I did four months in uh, New Zealand, Australia, Tahiti. So I land in Tahiti, 1980. Uh, through the grapevine, I know where the good wave is, and I've got to get out of Papiete, and it's 4 in the morning. I walk into the only thing open in the airport at 4 a.m. back then is the weather guy. Don't know him at all. Huh. Open the door, go, hey, can you watch my surfboards? I need to uh, go into town. He's like, you're going into town? You take my car. And I mean, we had a conversation that long. This is the heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm a seasoned smart traveler. There's got to be an angle here. I'm coming an L.A. surfer. No, no, no. I just, you know, need to go into town. I can take the bus. Don't want to take all my surfboards. Leave them here with you. Got to go find a hotel. You don't have a place to stay. You can stay at my house. <clears throat> so the the sheer <laughs> generosity of Tahitian people. Yeah. And then that very same day, I finally get to the surf spot. I paddle out. There's probably 45 guys in the water. Now, you got to understand, I come from Malibu, where if you don't yell and get on it, you won't catch waves. Mm-hmm. And every guy in the water paddled up to me to shake my hand. It was like this big smile, just like American gringo. You know? I forget what they were called. Cowboy. Yeah, they were Captain super America. excited. And then they fought over who got to take, not literally fought. It was like, come home with me. No, you got to come home with me. And I got this. My mom makes this. So, And I ended up going home with him. He moved out of his room, slept on the couch. Yeah. And was offended when I tried to buy food when we were at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. He was like, you cannot buy anything. It yeah. just really hurt his feelings. Yeah. Hmm. That, that's kind of cool because I think uh, from my personal experience, I feel like any time I'm at a, in a second world area or a third world area, they're like the most absolute appreciative Oh, kind yeah, for sure. People I've ever met in my life. Yeah, like they're they, very humble. They're so humble and just yeah. and just like happy to just do whatever they can do to make your life better. Mm-hmm. And I know I've always appreciated. That. I've always like. Uh, I guess that's why I, I like to travel to places that are a little bit more poor. A because I can spend more and feel more rich. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> that's eight, a perk. Yeah. Your dollar goes a long way in a third in, world in, country. In in yeah. Bali, taking yeah. money out of the ATM. Oh, is when you go to the, the most ATM, fun ATM. This ever. is ATM thing. Okay, so uh, look up the Bali currency if you want. But it, basically, you can buy ten trillion <laughs> houses with a dollar. Um, it's what is twenty three hundred or thirty two hundred. Let's, uh, let's put it this way: you can um, buy maximum a beer, withdrawal. A beer, a beer, a bintang, which is their yep. local beer, is seventeen thousand uh, IDR. Yep. That is roughly twenty eight forty five cents every yeah, yeah, yeah. ballpark. The funniest part is like when you go to an ATM to use cash because obviously oh, everything you're right, there is it was cash. Like thirty three thousand. You need a wheelbarrow to almost. Leave. No, almost. they they have big. They have big bills, man. You're walking <laughs> yeah. around with big bills. Yeah, they have hundred thousand bills. Yeah, hundred thousand bills. The bills that they that they have, like basically when you go to the ATM in Bali and you click it, like you you do the stuff and it says, okay, what do you want to pull out? And you just kind of smile and like look around and go. So fun. You go maximum withdrawal. Maximum. It's three million. <laughs> three million. It's three million, and it's just like just it, it's and you just like stuff your pockets and walk out. You're like, oh my gosh, what do I do with this? It's so you fun. Yeah. I did the math. Like you can make. If you if you made about fifty grand a year remote, you'd be living like a god goddess, furious. You know, <laughs> you can live very very well. I and mean, on fifty grand a year, very, yeah, yeah. It's what your U.S. dollar will buy: four or five star meals every day. 
yeah, all so, day long. So going back to the second world, the worlds and stuff like that, uh, you know, going back to what you're saying, you know, your good experiences. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we, we agree. Like those places are pretty cool. What about uh, bad experiences though? Mm, wrong end of gun with a Brazilian Coke dealer in Bolivia. So I've, I've actually so heard if he story. kills me, who comes looking for me? That was, uh, yeah. the story's pretty good. Sounds, sounds bad. <laughs> sounds bad, Gary. Yeah. Well, if we got enough time for that one, that's not that good. Yeah. Well, you I mean, learn you can't just, you, you can't learn, just say you I learn. was on the end of a gun and then you're like, okay, let's move on. Yeah. You learn through your failures. I guess I give you the, the shortened version. So the year before my brother and I had gone to Santa Cruz, Bolivia, that's where they caught uh, Klaus Barbie. He was chief of police. Uh, the Israelis came and grabbed him anyway. His name is Klaus, huh? South America Nazi guy. Yeah, but we were down in Peru surfing, and you get a little bit bored after a couple months. So we hiked the Machu Picchu Trail, the twenty-three miles, and tennis shoes with uh, duffel bags on our back. That was pretty <laughs> funny. That's a good story because the Swiss guys got all their cool crap, and we were like tennis <laughs> yeah. shoes, and I got a duffel bag just <laughs> on my back, <laughs> passing them up. Hey, pull over there, pal. Hans, make room nice for the to green see you, guy. Hans. <laughs> Later, Hans. But so when we were, uh, we went inland and you go to Bolivia and you hear Santa Cruz is where the Coke trade's pumping. So Bolivia's super poor and you show up in Santa Cruz and there is clearly money uh, being made. Hmm. So it's just exciting. So I took my beautiful fiance, your mom, now my bride, Hi, back mom. Yeah. the next year and uh, just hooked up with this guy, Tomas, who is an expat gringo living down there on his two grand a month as a Vietnam vet with a baby limp and and uh, getting uh, handmade cowboy boots custom fit for nine bucks two thousand know, dollars a month down there yeah he's living good and, and he's just showing me all the cool stuff and so well mm-hmm. meanwhile he's talking to this other guy Mauru saying hey Gary's my friend from the states he's here to smuggle he wants to buy three keys wants you to put it in the bottom of one of those suitcases your pal makes you left, that, you left that out when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but keep well, going. Front it to me. And uh, I get my two guys mixed up. Mario is, is smarter than to front him three keys, so he gives him that little <laughs> half-pound brick that'll make me yeah. eyes water. And then he skipped town. So once he had skipped town, which I don't really even know he's missing, and that's that's when it had, had a beer with Mauru. And uh, so now uh, we come back to the hotel, and he's out front him and his pal with the hey have you seen tomas like no i haven't seen him you want to go have a beer sure so then your mom's version is i go upstairs and go i'm gonna go have a beer with my and she felt something so she said i'm coming with you so she's sitting in the back next to what is a guy with those eyes that kind of look like those 22 foot white sharks he just didn't care he's not there yeah i've never seen a guy like that since he would clearly kill and then go get a burrito not a big deal and kill you and eat your burrito. <laughs> and I'm in yeah. the front seat, and that's when, you know, happy-go-lucky Mauru starts into, so where's my Coke? Like, what Coke? <laughs> where's my fucking Coke, man? <laughs> and yeah. and your mom's like, what's he saying? And she's starting to figure that out. She knows those words. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and she had just become born again. I wasn't yet. She's just going, no me gusta cocaine, me gusta Jesus, me gusta Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and he played the hard cop. He was doing the, this is bull crap. Then he pulls the gun out from his back pocket and waves it in my face and says, I kill you. Who comes looking for you? Yeah, that's kind of gnarly. Yeah, I remember that line. I mean, mm. I don't care who you are. I mean, like, even if you're like some, you know, MMA fighter dude, you know, that's pretty gnarly. 
Yeah, and the guy behind me, strategically yeah. sitting behind me. That's the real me, guy you want to be. the guy that's I'm looking guy. at him like, I have never seen. Like, I'm getting chills right now. He's the yeah. kind of guy yeah, I don't. The guy behind you, he's the one that's going to smoke he you. He doesn't care. He's done it, obviously. It's a, oh, yeah. It's a crazy what? world. Now, before this scares you from uh, traveling, you'd say, or at least I'd have to ask myself, so where did you screw up and what did you learn? Well, I trusted Tomas too much. So who's Tomas? Like, what's... Tomas was the expat. Gringo Vietnam vet with a baby limp. Where'd you meet him? At the hotel. And he had obviously kind of Previously. marked me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, he's taking us around and palling up with us so that it looks like we're old friends. And then he goes to Mauru with a... Gary's my old friend from the States. He's here to smuggle. Mm-hmm. Front me. So, technically, the American is the one who fucked you over. Yes, he's the one <laughs> I typical. wanted. Yeah, I wanted yeah, to, definitely. I wanted to harm. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. blame Mauru. He was just shaking no, no, me no. down. No, yeah, I mean, he got well. The, yeah. Tomas stole from him. So, okay, yeah. but keep going though, because the story continues. So yeah, then after getting well, another good one in the car is when I'm going. You know, everything's good. We can you go to the cops and report. He goes, "That's a good idea. Let's go to the cops." Right? Slams on the brakes. Brody's the U-turn. Mm-hmm. I pay for the green light. That's what he said in Spanish. I pay for the green light. Those guys will have you singing like a canary in five minutes, right? I'm just like, oh. <laughs> you understand? I don't He's have. Like, yeah, good anything. idea. Good idea. I'll just drop you off at those guys. Hits okay, the so brakes, flips the U, and you're just yeah. like, oh, please do not take me there. So pause, pause really quick. Yeah. So I've I've actually never asked this question, but um, I mean, I'd be terrified, obviously. Yeah. Anybody would. But what about like having your significant other with you? Did the, did, yeah. did your safety? I know your safety was a concern, but like I don't know. Like if I had my wife and that was happening to me, I'd be right. like, my first thought would be, how many people can I kill before to get my wife out of here? I don't care about dying. Oh, no. But I don't know. It's just, but it's like the guilt. You're like maybe having... there's like a little bit of guilt, like of that you brought your significant other oh, yeah. into this without even they didn't do anything. Yeah. Because if they're going to kill yeah. you, they're not going to, like, I mean, maybe they'll let her go. I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm in the... Doubtful. You know, at that point, my life is somewhat criminal. Um, and I realize he's kind of <laughs> shaking me down and doesn't really want to kill me. Yeah. He wants his money. He wants, his he money wants or to his sell coke. coke. Yeah. Right. He doesn't want to kill me and certainly doesn't want to kill her. Now, again, if he come, kills us, who comes looking? Not Probably not a big deal. Yeah. But I know he really just wants to get to the heart of it. And, he's, and he can tell... That he's shaking me up, mm-hmm. and she's crying in the back. I'm, I'm yeah. going to. You've got it all wrong. He's got an A Tomas. plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Teacher would be happy. His now. textbook, how this should be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, where were we? So he, you know, didn't take me there. Drive us around forever. Gives us a good fear, and then says, "I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Don't leave town." Yeah. You know, and then drops us off. So we're shaking in the hotel when we go out as we walk down the street, car following us 30 feet back. We go to the restaurant, dapper guy. Now it's good cop, bad cop, sitting mm-hmm. like three tables away that gives me that little nod as he drinks his espresso in Bolivia. Um, yeah. And then finally, really to fast forward. Uh, wait, wait, pause though really quick because I think this is kind of a funny part. I mean, it's it's like not funny, but it's kind of funny. Um, you made a phone call to home. Oh yeah, because oh, that yeah, became yeah. funny forever after yeah, that. I'm because sure. this is 1982 or three, so you can't even make calls, right? You have to go to this place, wait in line for 35 minutes, and then they they connect you. And when they're connecting to my brother's phone, 
um, it's going to its answer machine, which at the time is fairly state-of-the-art. So the Bolivian operator, and I've got decent Spanish, she's, she's thinking she's getting a disconnected mon- number. I'm trying to explain that it's for leaving a masaje mm-hmm. on the La Cinta, on the tape, but she's not getting it anyway. So I finally get a chance to leave that message, and I tell BK as my brother, you know, hey, BK, uh, if you don't hear from me in 48 hours, come here, you want to kill Tomas. <laughs> And you want to kill Mauro, and this is what they <laughs> <Yeah>. look like. <laughs> Let me explain to you on the telephone. <laughs> this is, you know, get Cousin Pat, get Big Babe, and these are the two you got to drop. I would. We got to whack them. Get them whacked. I, I don't know what I'd do. I'd be so worried because, like, you think of it being, you know, my uncle, your brother, like, I just, like, coming back from, like, maybe surfing and eating a sandwich and just, like, checking the voicemail and saying, hey, brother, I'm probably going to get murdered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I can is, guarantee you I'd be packing guns or packing immediately. Yeah. I'd have a backpack and be like checking flights, yeah, probably booking a flight with the cancellation insurance. Yeah, that wouldn't be gay as much as Cousin Pat and Big Baby. You know, yeah, my dad yeah. would have made it done. He knows how to show up with a wad full of hundies well, and uh, find the right person. Cousin yeah. Cousin Pat is a... Vietnam he, vet, yeah, original yeah. surfer in the family, so he's the one who got us all started. Been, he's been shot down in a helicopter how I mean, many times? Two times shot down, half the guys died both times. <laughs> yeah, Great I, stories of like how once you're shot down, you got to floor it for the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then pull up. Yep. Talk yeah. about fucking paddling in <laughs> over the reef. That's yeah. just like a put yeah. the pedal down. Yeah, because unlike an airplane, your, uh, your wings... Uh, you got those spinning wings and not the fixed yeah. ones. Yeah. So like we go off a cliff. Your, you naturally want to go back on your ass and you need no, to no, stand pointer. forward. Yeah. And cinder. Yeah. So, so long Always story short, what, what, what ends up happening? Uh, he finds Tomas through Interpol at the border and says when he gets out of jail, Tomas will be no more. He shakes my hand and gives me a little cord gram of the kill Coke and says, I can put this in a suitcase. No one will ever know. This is how mm. much it is. So he basically just replaced. He became Tomas my friend. He yeah, was he was a, uh, we were friends. He like wanted to take you to a soccer game or you something. I mean, like? he was going to his soccer game he for was, his son was, right then. You can come along. He was trying to replace like. Tomas. Is what he was doing. He wants to move. Like this guy's actually. He wants to move product. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got I got a question because um, I'm just your traditional American that watches Netflix about drug dealers. Did he have a cool, <laughs> sexy suit on, or was no. he? Did he dress up cool, or was he just like your normal looking? No, dude? you know, my guess: t-shirt and shorts, flip flops. Back then, it's I guess you know Escobar's moving stuff. It's eighty two, eighty three, but there's a whole lot of gringos going down and having actual hmm. four kilos put into the bottom of a suitcase. Yeah. You know, there's still a lot of what we would have called cowboys moving in small. Right, but they do they look yeah. like they do drugs or something? Nah, drugs? No, he just looked no, like he certainly looked like he had money. And again, in this town, if you have money, you're in the cocaine trade because mm-hmm. everybody else in Bolivia has no money. Right, they, they don't have money. Plus, a lot of those the smarter guys that are higher up and running it, they're not going to look like your your coke junkie. Well, I figure if I'm junkie. I figure they're, if I'm they're pushing coke, man. if I'm pushing coke, I would want to look business. as as minimal as possible. Yeah, and then I'd be flashy when I could afford it when I own the whole place and no one's going to touch me. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But if you're pushing that sort of coke, especially at a B level coke, yeah, dude, yeah but that's the problem with running it, drugs and cocaine like that. There's there is no. It probably brings there, it there around is no to level a, that that you can reach that. I mean, then, well, yeah, well, yeah, you own a, the area, but now you don't ever get out. Now, of that. The, now America hates you. Yeah, yeah. You so you, there's no go, going out. You can't get out of that. No, don't no. go there. 
But no. that probably brings up a good uh, one of the number one points of traveling. Stay away from hookers and blow. Oh, my God. The drugs. <laughs> yeah. Don't do you that know. shit. You really don't like want to be. Like in Bali, remember that? In Bali, they have like a hundred foot long signs when you're leaving <laughs> customs that says, Describing. you do any sort of drug, we're going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. It literally says Life in like jail. That. Yeah. You, uh, so in Bali, if you smoke weed, just mm-hmm. weed. Life in jail. No, it's, Can it's, get it's life minimum jail. 10 years in prison or the death penalty. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. It says that. Like plain and like, because it's funny because like we're in 2019 and like we're in America and it's like, yeah, we're just legalized everything. And like Europe is doing it and like Amsterdam's doing it, you know, whatever. Europe's doing it. You know, and like, and like cultured westernized world people come to a strict gnarly communist country like bali is full communist uh, or whatever it is mm. like they're is just really communist? strict is it communist i don't know you can keep talking well the ran the ran by the it's it's part of indonesia and indonesia is they're in their own little weird area well, bali ran by the muslims but indonesia they're in pretty no, no, hardcore no. on their moral code no no no, no. bali is not uh, muslim bali no, no, no. is uh, no oh. it's owned by hindu. a muslim country hindu though. but I've, you're part of a yeah. You're part of the Indo- Muslim Indonesia. Indonesia is definitely Muslim, yeah. right? But what happened is, like after World War II, at some point, some time, Indonesia took over Bali, yeah. and they're Muslim. Indonesia, on on a statistical level, is like ninety plus percent yeah. Muslim. They're all Muslim. Yep. But the funny thing Except is, for is Bali. That, but Bali's Bali, spot. they right. they turn their Hindu. They called it the blind eye. Yeah, yeah they yeah. called it the blind eye, where they. Bali is like their westernized area, and it brings in so much money and tourism and stuff. They mm-hmm. just let them kind of do it. Yeah, exactly. But the funny thing is, going back to what you're saying, is like people just think they can do all these drugs, and then like yeah, in Bali, it's like, hey, so have fun, but we'll kill you. <laughs> Bali is probably the worst yeah. place to actually do drugs. Don't know do drugs your, in Bali. Yeah, know your normal cultures. Yeah. That's, that brings me thinking of uh, like you know, Mexico. You can smoke weed, you know, I guess if you really wanted yeah, to. But it's not now, like Bali. Not when I was there, I got. You get shaked down for that? Yeah, there's a couple stories along that one, going from suspicion to... Possession. Yeah. I remember him. I saying. could see that because they're they're looking for your money. You should at that always point. carry bribe money. That's oh, good. Everywhere. Yes. That was always, that was a good uh, that was a good <laughs> tip. We uh, Chuck and I definitely did that in Bali. Yeah. So let's. And our that's driver's be, license uh, had that fifty thousand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rupiah. Yeah. Well, so we're gonna. I, w- I want to go into travel tips at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold okay. the travel so, tips. So I guess long story short, you're not dead. No, it um, went well. We got as soon as as I'm soon here. as my soon no, as my I am, room, and I've been haunting you this whole time. <laughs> as soon as my Uber gave us the green light, we got on a uh, jet and ended up in Brazil or Paraguay. We got out quick. Oh, so you flew to Brazil or Paraguay? Yeah, one of mm. them. Paraguay smugglers. Paraguay. Paradise I was going to say I thought Paraguay was uh, Paraguay sat next to everybody that had a hundred percent duty on everything. So Paraguay right. brought it into <laughs> zero and let the military push it into just you're just selling televisions yep. and the Ditas and they could sell it by the truckload. Literally, that was into a, yeah. Brazil, Argentina, Bolivia. So, well, that was the guys you needed on your on your payrolls. Yeah, and, and it goes and back military to and cops. Back you know, then, you want to stay sure. now. low is a good yeah. travel tip. Don't yeah, hang I, out with smugglers. I, yeah. Luckily, I've Don't never get into really that had, bullshit. I've never had any really bad experiences. Um, I've I've seen bad stuff, but I've never had to like experience. It. I think the worst part for me, it's not, it's not even worse. It's just it's just surreal. I remember getting uh, going to Africa and mm. getting off that plane and just smelling <laughs> like. Oh, and if you guys don't know about Chuck, what Chuck <laughs> hates. 
like I'm just ger- germs I'm and ger- <laughs> he's a total germ. No, I'm not. I'm germ conscious. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, That's what every germ germ conscious. Yeah, he won't drink water after you touch the cup. With you? Well, I mean, like yeah. the way the way I look at it is like I don't want to put my lips where your lips. Are I'm, I'm going to jail. No, it's incarceration. It's the same <laughs> goddamn thing, dude. Don't give me that shit. Okay, so well, anyway, you're terrible that way. I get off of um, I get off the plane and it's like we've been traveling for thirty plus hours and like it's like almost like uh, some sort of adrenaline <clears throat> rush. As soon as you get off the plane, it's just like you get out of the air conditioned you Dubai. Uh, plane it's like yeah, some beautiful plane yeah 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 they hand you hot towels and you're eating <laughs> yeah, literally yeah and then you get off and it's just like oh here's war- shit to smell and <laughs> it's and, and like yeah. here's here's a bunch it's of garbage hot, hot shit and it was it was so gnarly and i actually uh going this, I, I guess it's like one of the first topics i want to talk about is because traveling is such a surreal thing to to have in your life like i i don't think you you've truly lived and maybe this is a, this is my personal input but like you have to see part of the world because when I got off that plane and, I think and you're seeing things that like, you know, like you, you read about it in textbooks, but like, I remember like waking up the next day and I'm seeing like these two to three year old baby girls, like, um, like basically in garbage looking for, uh, things to eat. But it's way different. That's back to why everyone needs to travel. No, especially Americans. You see the Americans third world. You have a much greater respect for everything we got. Yeah, and, and like the, I guess the cool thing too was like yeah. when, when we when I when you and I went down there, you know, I wanted to, I had this whole like vision to change the world. Like every eighteen year old wants to do that, and and I still believe you can. But um, I just had this whole like envision that I was like going to do all this sort of stuff, and so I, I went to uh, uh, if you guys want to like Google Invisible Children at some point, like 2006 oh, is yeah. when I went there, mm-hmm. and it's basically this uh, uh, rebellion group in Uganda that um, was literally kidnapping children at anywhere from three to 14 years old, and and girls as young as three years old were being raped or used as wives for these guys who are 40 plus and it, it, it's super messed up super gnarly stuff long story short uh we're in a time this is 2006 so like even facebook wasn't even really much around and no. i think what made um my that mom my really space, concerned dude. was that like i had two emails i remember i had two emails to the to the location and at the time you couldn't the air restriction was over northern Uganda, you couldn't fly over northern okay, Uganda. Okay, no fly zone. All right. Yeah. They're like, you could get shot down. Now, that, that's kind of BS, you know, but rebellion groups, I mean, you have to be really good if you could shoot down a. You just have to play it safe. It's they, they're the, playing it safe. So we had to fly down to southern Uganda in Kapala, which is the biggest city in that area. And we had to find the is bus. That a, is that a border town? No. It's the main town. Kampala's the. Kampala? Yeah. Kampala is like where everything's happening. And so when we flew down there and like the last email I had with this group was like, yeah, we're 212 miles up north <laughs> and this is where we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can come you on can, up. You can show up. And, yeah. and, and they're like, there's a public bus. And like the funny thing is, is that there's no website. Go- no, for the bus. Google, no Google <laughs> maps. There's no Google maps. No there's Google none of this. maps. So we get off the plane and we're just like, just kind of winging it. And luckily we, we actually were on a plane with someone else that was actually going to the same place. So it actually helped us get there mm-hmm. easier. But we, yeah, we took the bus and it was like $7 a person. And this is my bad experience. Like this is the only bad experience I have. And it's not really a bad experience. It's more of a surreal experience. But like, I remember like that 212 mile trek up, it's like this crazy dirt roads. They're not stopping for anybody. You know, I'm, I'm just an Idaho kid. That's like seen a lot of the country, like on a skateboard tour. You know, I feel like, I feel like I was like, yeah, I'm, I've seen stuff. And I'm like, no, you haven't like welcome to life. Oh, yeah. And, um, we're, we're fighting this rebellion that at the time I'm not 
directly fighting this rebellion group, but you're trying to suppress as much as possible. Like, but once you cross over into like the, the, the bush is what they called it to yeah. the North. It's like unbelievable. I remember like looking out my window and there are cars and vehicles and um, buses yeah. on their side yeah. with bullet holes in them. Yeah. And like yeah, the government's not necessarily yeah. in control anymore is what <laughs> that happens. Oh, so it was it gnarly. Who's got the, who's the warlord? Who's, who's got, got the, the biggest guns? And I remember just, juice? I remember just like, having the biggest lump in my throat going, I'm here for three months. <laughs> like dad, take me home, <laughs> you know? But I just, oh, I, no. I, I stuck, I, I stuck it out and luckily I, I came in. A, you got to send. Yeah. You, you have to send. Uh, got to take some risk. You come back a man after yeah, that. You know, you can make you it even if you yeah. fail. You. Yeah. No, no, I, I guess if I, I don't want to get too sentimental here, but like, I remember we're coming home, um, and I like watches. Watches is, just, it's like a <laughs> fetish of mine. I love watches, but, my parents got me a watch and that's what kind of got me into it a little bit, but like just like a, a nice normal watch. But I remember putting that thing on and like coming to tears because I knew that if I sold that watch, like the amount of mm-hmm. like that could put a kid through school the entire time of their, their yeah. school career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was eating, I remember like in being in Uganda, I had a budget really hard and I remember being like $2 a day got me anything I wanted. And yeah, I mean, Bali's cheap, but Uganda was a much cheaper. Oh, yeah. in Africa's clearly. a rough go, man. Africa's not well off. This that is the weirdest part, though. The weirdest Kanye, part man. was that they were all the most happiest people I've ever met in my life. In yeah. my life. like The people in Bali are extremely happy, but when I went to Uganda, I thought that I was going to bring them hope and bring them happiness and bring them a promising potential future, like trying to help them stop this whole rebellion group thing that's happening of kids being abducted in the night. Like kids are yeah. walking seven miles a day just to escape they don't yeah, have moms to, they don't we'll, have dads nothing yeah. yeah well part of that is is they the reason they're walking is because they're gonna get they a lot of sleep the, the outside the, they can't sleep in the middle of nowhere they all live on yes. these like one acre chunks and so the rural towns time, it's bad the guys show up and, yeah. and they're packed like yeah. sardines and like uh, i remember and like they all this. go into the main town yep uh, and they then they all the, sleep. what are they called displaced people camp yeah pcs or something even a lot of those places didn't even have that it was like they go to the nearest big town yeah and then they have uh, patrols that patrol outside of the town and protect these children. Yeah. And, and it's a town of fucking children <laughs> yeah, all night. Rough. And like, then they know, all Pinocchio, go back in the morning. Pinocchio. It's yeah. like, you know, like that, they were like the, what's that called? Like the Neverland or Badland or like all the kids are like, Oh, and he starts turning into a jackass. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's drinking and smoking. Yeah, cigars yeah, 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 and, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like that, but without the partying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Replace the partying with guns yeah. and everything else bad. It just makes you much more aware of a, how much we have here just by waking up in the worst yeah. possible conditions in America. You've just beat out like 95% of the, 99% of the world. And then back much, to you, yeah. Chuck, a man, it's just, you know, you see the guy come out of the hut. There's four kids in there. It's a dirt floor. They're pooping off the side 100 feet away. And they're he is happy stoked. as hell. Right. He is yeah. They are smiling. Because he loves his bride, and she just made him a piece of whatever, and he's That's dope. what threw me off, and that's what, I, that's what I've held to this day, and yeah. I'll never let that go, no matter how much that that uh, memory becomes distant. And, you know, if it's 30 years down the road, I will remember that like it was yesterday. Like, just seeing the happiness on these people's lives, like true happiness, too. It's like... Um, you know, I, I'm trying to pursue business and all that sort of stuff. And like, I understand that money doesn't bring anything. I've, I've met like being in a tech startup and being in like Vegas and like hanging out, like brushing shoulders with yeah. these millionaire, multi, Man. like near billionaire people. They're so sad. There's some, that's some dark, there's a lot of happy ones. Dark I'm not saying it's like, but a lot of those guys, man, they're, it's, these kids were so innovative. They took trash bags 
It was the coolest thing. They took trash bags. Like the soccer balls. Yeah. Soccer yeah. balls, And yeah. smushed them together. A bunch of trash bags, yeah. a bunch of trash. And then they take like the local like the tree vine. grass stuff. Yeah. And wrapped it all around. Yeah. And it became a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And so that was like their thing. And they were so stoked. But yeah. So um, yeah. I, yeah. So experiences of traveling. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything? Like on the bad side. Bad side or good, good side? side? Bad side. I, uh, well, nothing really super bad happened to me. Nothing like. Obviously, like Gary. Good. It should be a good. We want to go um, traveling, so good uh, stories are good. My my bad one, it was good, but it could have gotten bad, and very bad real quick. I was uh, <laughs> I was in uh, I was in um, Juarez working, and this was what's the year? I think it was oh seven oh eight or oh nine. Yeah, because there's documentaries on Juarez. Like, right you just don't go. in the worst time to be in Juarez, right when the uh, cartels are kicking off their second, you know, one of their many, Fighting. one of their many wars with the local police and the government. And I was there uh, doing some work on uh, a Costco, actually the first Costco in Juarez. <laughs> Why? Who? Who made that idea? Like some Kirkland jerk off is just like, let's put one Juarez to see what happens. Some goddamn genius because they were making so much money. I mean, that war, it basically printing pesos at an obscene amount, uh, obscene rate. And the guy there knew the it, and I know like, that they were paid off. The treasury's like renting like a space in the back. I mean, they, they basically were. You should have yeah. seen their lock area there. For their their safe area for their money was at least two or three times bigger than any of the ones in the United States. Wow. It was. And heavily armored. (laughs) I'm talking steel plates on the inside of the Mm -hmm. walls, basically, and big ass metal bars everywhere. And you can and you knew that the guy that was running that place was part of the government because he got that job as a favor. And he was taking every he he was taking advantage of it in every way because I was on a lift and probably (laughs) I'm just laughing, I don't even know what's happening. The biggest group of attractive women I've seen in one place walked walks by me with this guy at the head of them. There's like 20 or 30 of just the hottest Mexican girls you could ever <laughs> see in your life, right? And I'm like 21, 22. I'm just like, good God. Like, like <laughs> what the hell? And I'm on a lift above them just watching this. And then I get down. I'm just talking. And then I start talking to the guy. He's a nice guy. And uh, he's like, I'm like, so what, what was that? Was that uh, you're just because I'm classic American, I see a bunch of girls walking through like that. I figure it's something to do with a school or something like that. You know, Nope. Those are all the employees, not a guy in sight. So this guy <laughs> basically Come to Costco. the hottest, You're hired. the hottest 20 or 30 women he could hire and hire them all <laughs> hired. Every one of, I mean, these, the, the lowest is a nine, nine a nine like just like oh my god i mean supermodels are ugly compared to some of these girls definitely uglier so then this is pretty awesome so i mean i get to work in this place for three or four days they're very nice to us super super nice guy Uh, but we're going across to el paso uh um every night and then on the last day over uh I remember we were driving by and we got in, we got in some like weird places of town going in because our directions were uh, it seems like our, our map kind of ended at the border, really. And you would see these big ass signs, Costco coming to Juarez as you come, come across Juarez. And it just has an arrow pointing to wherever general direction. 
kind of actually in the opposite direction because there's kind of a ring road around Juarez, right. and it just points to the right. <laughs> Go there's right no address. You'll find it. There's no address. Yeah, it's like, and it's just we just drove around basically the perimeter of ORS to find it. And we eventually saw it from the road and got there. But anyways, going on the way out, uh 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 I remember driving by and kind of stopped kind of like outside of a bar, like at a bar kind of and it was the biggest Mexican guy I've ever seen in my life. I didn't even know. Like wide or tall? Yes, both. both. I couldn't believe how big this dude was. He, it was one of those old school bars. It was a double open, double opening doors into the bar. Mm-hmm. And this guy took up both doors and all of the frame. He, this guy must have been 400 pounds. So he was like, like a box. Why are you going six, in there? Nine. Hmm. Six, nine. Did he have long hair or no? No. Huh. No, okay. no hair, no facial hair, <laughs> nothing. Dude. It was like yes, a, a big ball, like just potato a, head. yeah, like a really big potato head. Yeah, okay, and mean looking. Okay, I'm sure he was mean. Tattoos? I'm pretty sure. No? Nothing that I could see. That's scarier. I think it's he was wearing. Scary when he was wearing tattoos. long sleeve shirt in Juarez, and this was the summer. <laughs> so uh, I was like, okay, right. something's up with this guy. Yeah. So uh, just got a drink real quick, got out of there, and then went across the border on the last day. Coming out of El Paso, fly back up, up here, and then it was three days later, and then that was when we started seeing uh, um, the the photos and the videos of the tourists being hung from the uh, the um, the uh, bridges going over to El Paso, where I was three days previous. Really. So that was pretty much yeah. the closest that I was like, this could go real bad. Um, Besides that, kind of not really like bad, scary. I did go to Baltimore. <laughs> Sorry if anybody here. <laughs> and that's one that stands out. Like of all my travels, I've been all the United States, a lot I've of Me- a lot of I've Mexico, all over Canada, Alaska, everywhere in between. I've been, and Baltimore is the one that stuck in my head. Is just, I I couldn't believe how much crap there was at this in this city. Like. Sorry to, sorry to anybody here that who's listening from Baltimore and likes your city, but it made a bad impression on me because I rolled in uh, with with another guy that I was working with, and we're driving down to the uh, another Costco they're working on. And it was getting windy all of a sudden. And we drive down this, just down Main, down Main Street, and there's a 100-foot-tall trash tornado. <laughs> Okay. Just a tornado of garbage <laughs> that takes up the whole street swirling down the road. And I had already been like, this place is sketchy. <laughs> sketchy as hell. Like, Juarez is one thing. But I actually felt like in some parts of that town that we went through, I'm like, dude, this is not the... This seems it seems like a bad, bad part of town. Yeah, Travel tip number yeah. one, if you see trash tornadoes, turn. <laughs> Just or, you know, leave, this, leave the town. Stay out of the less desirable areas. <laughs> Good God. You know, if you're in the uh, gentleman's club section, <laughs> yeah. if you're near the airports, generally the bus stations get out. I mean, I remember in uh, Uganda, the bus I was in it had sideswiped a car coming back when yep, I left here. That. So I was supposed to hit the main bus station of Kampala at like three in the afternoon, but now it's going to be midnight. You don't want to be getting off the bus in a third world country, even L.A., I would think, on at midnight. So I got off three Downtown miles Spokane back. Spokane might give you a know? run for your money there, too, you just, actually. You just get off before you get there. Because, yeah. you know, getting off in any bus station, the Cusco bus station, Machu Picchu train station, 
I, I was like, watch. I was like yeah. 18, so I was like stupid 18. You know, I'm like 18. At 18, you're like, this is me. This is who I am. I am fierce, and I'm going to change the world, and I'm cool. Right? Every mm. 18, most 18 year olds think that way. And I remember like uh, uh, saying in, in, in Uganda, and in Uganda, there's two languages. There's like Southern Uganda and Northern Uganda, and I was in Northern Uganda. So, uh, Northern Uganda, I would say Dano Madit Mazungu, which is, I'm a big, like, White guy, like tourist, like they're Mazungu it was, was self deprecation. Mazungu, Mazungu. Mazungu? Well, Mazungu? no, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't a Mazungu. 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 And uh, that basically, like Dono Madit meant, uh, according to what they said, unless they're lying to me, basically was like, I'm, I'm uh, not afraid to get uh, physical with you if I have to. <laughs> and I, and I went to the, uh, I went to the local market, not in a sexual way. Let's no. get yeah, more of a gringo. Physical. Uh, <laughs> Let's get yeah, like, I'm not your normal tourist. Like I will like, and I remember like thinking because now, now granted to my, to my, uh, benefit, like I did go to Uganda at a very hostile time. And so <laughs> when that's why my it? mom was scared. Cause I remember like when you say like, like back in the, in the old days, I guess, um, you would basically like say, Hey America, I'm going to Uganda. Cause you had to apply for a visa and stuff. And then like, I remember saying, or just applying to say, Hey, I'm going to go to Africa. And, and they said, oh, and they're like, they had a list why? of countries of what not to go to. And Uganda was like in the top, like yeah. don't go to Uganda. Uh, six people from UK were killed in a safari by the rebellion group. Yeah. And that's yeah, what made, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what triggered my mom. She's like, you're not going alone. Right. Make sure dad <laughs> the U S department <laughs> of state report is do right. not go. Yeah. Right. But I remember, I remember like when you left, I remember like, okay, dad's gone. Like now it's me and this machete. I bought a machete, <laughs> like a knife. And oh, I, hung I would it. too. I hung it in my yeah. backpack. And I know you guys are make fun of me for this. So make fun of me if you want. But I had two things, of hand sanitizer on my backpack on both sides because in Uganda, <laughs> in Uganda, yes. they love to hold hands. In Uganda, they hold hands. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, they yeah. Would, That's they would a lot of hand. countries, man. Yeah, they India, hold your hand the whole India, time. Yeah, India included. Yeah. The whole time. And, not, and, and like the whole time they're talking to you and, 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 and I'm germ conscious. So I was just like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some stuff on my hands and clean my hands because I don't know a lot and don't take offense to that Africa like I would do that with any stranger I know for the most part but um, they don't take offense to that I don't know if they would but welcome to the world of <laughs> you being put offended. hand sanitizer welcome on after you touch their hand yeah seems insulting be like uh, you look clean I'm gonna wash myself so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay but let's circle back here so um, yeah uh, let's I want to do two things here what about like places that you suggest to travel to and uh, travel tips that you might think in the United States is an easy one. And I'd say yeah, anywhere. I, would, I always anywhere. think out of the country yeah. first. I mean, there's probably a lot to be said about heading to the South or the Northeast if you haven't, but man, there's people that like we know, I'm not going to say Dude, any names. One of my best friends We're in not Wisconsin has never really been out of like the surrounding two or three counties. That's why you got to start. It's only yeah. like it gets harder and Eric, harder. Eric, if so you're hearing start. this, come visit me. Look at mountains. We're you know, going to I'm go like, to Indonesia. <laughs> You're going to fly here, and then we're going to get out of the country. Yeah. Gosh, Costa Rica comes to mind because it's, you know, you, yeah. cops, you won't have to pay a bribe. If you're semi-drunk, they're going to help you get an Uber or get you your place. Uh, you can drink the water. Most people speak English, and it's a little wild. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's Hawaii in 1960. Mexico. Right. Um, yeah. I'm I mean, why would you go Mexico? One, but sure, I think I, I, Mexico is a lot safer than everybody thinks. I think every should, everybody should fly into Mexico City. 
fly in <laughs> for their first trip we're talking about first, first trip just fly in fly over it and <laughs> fly, just get back to me <laughs> you, you'll know what i'm talking about once you fly over mexico city I've just flying mexico over city. the best thing about mexico I, city i, is I mean i've, like I've gone through it too yeah. but just flying over gives you yeah. a different perspective on it, just flying over yeah. As you're coming in, you're just like, Holy those shit. aren't real houses. <laughs> Cardboard and no roof. <laughs> Spit polish, yeah. some gum. Yeah. Uh, is that a car hood for your roof? Well, yeah. you want yes, to see it the is. Good one there is you flying to Lima, Peru when Ooh, I flew in. Okay, yeah. Because it hadn't rained in 100 years. Oh, so there geez. are no roofs. Right. The, oh wow! On all of the slums, and they're made out of that's whatever wild. they can. No, Literally cardboard for that's walls. Wild. It's a voyeur's paradise. You know, you're lucky if you had blue tarp. And they aren't <laughs> roofs. You're just looking down into the houses of uh, the all of the flavelas, all the the yeah. less desirable areas. And side note, yeah, side America, note, really sure. quick. Um, my dad and I own a cigar company. It's the most successful cigar company in the world. Not, but um, when we started. <laughs> In its you, own way, it is actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the most successful. I've, in its very own way. I've I've seen my dad. Like my dad can speak Spanish, but like, um, obviously we live in Coeur d'Alene, so it's not like we're speaking Spanish all the time. Mm-hmm. So I go to you. I not you got. I go to uh, we go we, we fly into Costa Rica and then we fly right. to Nicaragua and we're doing this whole trip and it's kind of fun because he and I are both winging it and we're both really yeah, bad. We just at, walk in. We're bad at planning. The door and walk in. I remember like when we're flying down there, my dad's like, "Where are we gonna go?" And I'm like googling on the computer and like Tabacalera, like oh, where yeah. is one? This you know, is a good first up. party. First uh, yeah. trip for anybody. So yeah. don't uh, try to plan the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't, definitely we didn't, didn't do no. that. Maybe maybe plan a little bit more than us, but um, shouldn't know where you're staying the first night. No, not at all. My wife would mm. kill me if that was the thing. But uh, this is a different kind of trip. But I remember going there, and like, it's kind of funny because we we show up. We just would like these two American guys, and my dad my dad right now is wearing a banana shirt. Uh, my, my mom makes all these shirts for him. He's wearing bananas. <laughs> this that is are, banana peel shirt. Banana peel shirt. I've, I've They're not all peeled. I figured it was appropriate for traveling because the banana peels are on vacation as they wait for you to step on Yeah, them. I was going to say, well, it's kind of weird because it <laughs> shows the banana peels sleeping. That one and then the next much. one is they're peeled, so... <laughs> if you're a banana, don't go to sleep. Apparently, you're well, gonna get field. Okay, but so, yeah. so the story is basically this. This the the theme here is, I got to see my dad. Like basically, we walk in. And these guys are profiling us. Profiling is natural. We walk into this tobacco lair where these guys are smoking cigars, and they're your classic like polo shirts, hair slicked back. Like you know, like you knew who the boss was and who mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah. And they look at us, and there's like these like American. Like jackasses, like we're just gonna like either flick our, our cigar butts at them and like leave, or they're gonna be something, you know, and, and we're gonna rip them off. Yeah, you know? I think they are already used to though. This doesn't happen. Yeah, the gringos thing, don't just. They're show not used. Up. No, no, yeah. not at all. And so yeah. immediately, my banana shirt dad, which just I'm starts wearing. speaking Spanish, yeah. like I normally say something like that, which tells them if they speak slow, I can get it. I can get it, but my yeah. language yeah. isn't complete. And they, yeah. they're. Yeah. I remember just going, like going in, and like their faces just lit up, like they were like, "Oh, this shit, this guy is real, and we're gonna have a good time." <laughs> oh yeah. And immediately the guy like does like a snap. He does like a. 
like a snap thing <laughs> and like this like little guy comes running and he's like whispers something and, and he's like it he's smiling like Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> well he's like smiling this happened almost every single time the guy's like smiling and he's like just like talking to us and saying like now it's like this is big cheese like what, follow me and like later these guys like come out with these cigars and then like he smiles and hands them to us and he's like these cigars were just rolled they're our best cigars ever smoke them you know and like we're smoking cigars and I remember like I remember, I don't know, I was probably like 23 or 24 or whatever. And this is like my first real venture, like trying to start a business. And, and, oh man, I remember after the first or second day, it was really fun. But then I remember like having to sit in the car. My dad would leave. My dad was so excited. He's like, I'm going to smoke six cigars like in one (laughs) sitting in in less than an hour. I have have a cigar for every finger of You'd have five or six cigars going because you're trying to tell the difference. Yeah, think of party. Which doesn't make any sense. They want you to have several. You're party binging the whole time. Like I remember sitting in the car and just like prepping myself. I've never had to prep myself before. I kind of like this already. That's kind of like my, I would love to be there for that. that Both you guys, because... Uh, just because I, I technically I own a cigar company and I probably smoke like two cigars a day. Like when I hang out with you guys, it's like a uh, oh, fucking yeah. light up like at <laughs> nine in the morning, Yeah, you know, like we go skiing, you know, we're like in Canada. Yeah. We're just recently in Canada on a ski trip and you guys are like, Oh, we're going to breakfast. It's a mile away. Light up a cigar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay. But it was, it was fun because it was cool seeing my dad, like, like, Play with the culture in like, his element. In yeah, his element. it's how to in make element, friends man. with them. You know, you're not yeah. being yeah. disparaging of their culture, but clearly, yeah. I know I speak my yo hablo gringo espanol. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't have the, the most gringo the, the tongue like but, dialect ever. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. stoked though. They are happy because yeah. I'm obviously trying. Okay, and so I'm you, showing them respect. So I guess you would suggest Costa Rica as a place to maybe check out. Yeah, I suppose if I had to backtrack a little, depending on who you are, if you're like a Subaru driving Pendleton with a little. Baseball cap. Just go to the Oregon Cavs? coast. Maui. Yeah, more Maui. Oregon coast. Oh. Just well, I was going to say. If that's called traveling, wow. Gonna, we better start all over. Go whip out your $500 tent you bought from REI. Yeah, also yeah. crash your Subaru and drive get it your, off the road for us. Thank you very much. Fo- drive your four-wheel drive yeah. on a gravel road. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Forget you that. You need to get it stuck in the sand but when the tide's yeah. low. No, just burn going. your Subaru. Get a different yeah. car. Get a real car. Different topic. Different topic. Um, <laughs> keep it on. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. We're not going to ring on the super driver. Travel oh, would be oh, definitely oh, get I've, out I've, of your zone. I have so much ammo loaded for that. Pimped up energy waiting for another episode. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hawaii, probably the best for the, the plain vanilla people that yeah, are a little frightened. Definitely, yeah. Okay. So let me they got a Costco. Your Verizon phone works. Your okay, car but, And if you're going works. to Hawaii, definitely go to the Big Island first, I would say. For yeah, sure. I'd never go to the Big Island. Really? I love Hawaii Big Island. Really, Big Island. Maui's Big Island's the super most white guy. I Look, I, Big I, Island is vef, definitely more local, uh, but you get it's the most bizarre island I've ever been to. Well, I remember a few things. Just go to it, Hawaii. It has four Book different them, climate zones. Everyone's the cheapest air flight. It's you the told weirdest me. place I've ever been. It, it can be raining on one side, sunny and ninety yeah, degrees on the true. other, and there's a fucking desert in the middle, grasslands on the south side, that's and then true. just deep jungle on the north. It's bizarre it's the it, i mean if you want to talk about like climate it's it's the craziest place talk I've about ever real been. climate change there you go yeah that is like you change. can you can literally go between okay four so call climates. me cynical because um <clears throat> also I'm, very fun i'm a hater of a go lot of Kona things and i just and, own, own that and, but and I snorkel think... outside of a uh, uh, uh captain cook also if you go to captain cook here's a here's a tip don't park your rental car in captain cook what's captain <laughs> get cook? the books get the get the bus Captain Cook is a is a town outside of Kona. It's on the way around. Yeah, I've been there where they killed him. Yeah, it's where they killed him. But it's you, one of you the ran best. A little uh, one of those 
you know, like a stand-up paddleboard that you sit on. Uh, thing. A stand-up paddleboard. I didn't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. It's a kayak. Don't sit up paddleboard. It's a sit up stand-up. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay, so it's a downward dog paddleboard. So take your rental car and keep it at your wherever the hell you're staying in Kona. Don't drive it into Captain Cook because they're gonna jack it. They're probably gonna fuck with your shit. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I mean, that's kind of notorious for the Captain Cook is very local, extremely local. Um, and uh, but definitely go down to Captain Cook and uh, snorkel because it's one of the best yeah, places to do it. It's snorkeling. it's beautiful. Snorkeling is amazing. Yeah, and also this the amount of sand that you need, it'll it'll temper you a little bit too. It's uh-huh. a good it's a good workout going down because it's a sketchy little trail going down there. Did you get in there from the from the trail? It's yeah, pretty sketchy. We, well, no, we kayaked over from oh, the yeah. spot. So I parked okay. my rent a car. I always put the good crap in the. You that's have, another you, thing. You, you should have, always you carry have a good stash luck. can. You always act like, like oh, the you can love that stuff. Fix a flat. Well, that's what yeah. you're keeping your money in. And you're leaving yep. 90% of everything. Your passport's in your hotel. You got a picture of it in your phone. And you got a couple of copies of it all over the place. Yeah, I remember like being looking forward to like Uganda being like, okay, what's dad going to do with his money this time? And I remember like he bought like a zipper belt. He's just like, he's just like kind of. Second de- pair of underwear. Yeah. He's like declothing himself a little bit. He's like, he's smiling and he's like, check this out. And he takes his belt off. And he's like smiling, like what? And he like unzips this like secret zipper in the inside of the back of the belt, and he has like these hundred dollar bills, like yeah, lining like up eight hundred yeah, in that yeah, belt, yeah. and no one knew it was there. And the I best mean, part, normal mm-hmm. criminal. The best yeah. part was like my oh shit fun in Uganda, like just in case if like my dad was like, look, if you have to get home, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. And if everything gets jacked, my dad took one of the like some crappy sandals that we wore a little bit too, so they weren't new looking. Yeah, no one's gonna steal. And them. he yeah. he razor bladed the the heel, the like, heel out, in the middle. Yeah. In the middle, and then open it up and stash like Stashed five, six hundred, seven hundred yeah. dollars, and in a there copy of the passport, and glued it back yeah. in. And so, like, I'm with and, you on that for and sure. Now you leave those around you leave in the around. room. You leave them in the car. No you one knew. anywhere. Nobody's yeah. stealing. No those. one knew. And I, no I always steal an old, old sandal. Yeah. yeah. And I was always just like, oh my gosh, like there's just seven hundred dollars sitting there. No one knows. Yeah. But that's the beauty of yeah. it. That's the excitement of travel. Okay, but so let me let yeah. me just say a statement so, here. So then, going back to Captain Cook, if you do go there, don't don't park at the at the trailhead. It was really what I'm getting at. Because you'll get uh, robbed. You can, yeah. And th- I mean, it's more just, good it's more like a local. Just right. they're gonna fuck with your shit because they know you don't have to pay for it, and it's gonna be somebody else. You know what's in Hawaii a lot? Chickens. Oh my! And no, that's cats. Kauai is the no, 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 the no. one where the roosters no. are waking no. up every freaking day. No, oh my no, that's everywhere. That's yeah, everywhere. Kauai's got more, but they all look. Got I'm gonna say something. It's probably gonna make both of shut. you kind of mad a little okay. bit. Hana, Oahu. Do Oahu, I remember rolling into, well, it was the chickens. Chickens weren't that bad in Oahu because the cats, the cats had overrun. I remember rolling into so a parking lot. So do you want cats or chickens running around? I, ro- it's I the cat into- chickens you have to worry about because they have <laughs> that, embraced all sorts of marriage over there. Well, so the cats and the well, chickens one, are sleeping with each other. Well, the chickens well, one, they have both of the, uh, all of the weapons, right? So they got the spurs and the claws <laughs> and the demeanor of a cat and they're mad and it's a it's a rooster somehow so well, this the rooster's is riding much, the cats i think that's what scared me more than anything i i think maybe that's oh, the most terrifying small thing ever that i could think of a, a mammal that's basically a raptor a in jurassic park it's <laughs> it's easy i mean they reproduce like crazy <laughs> They're very good in the wild. Yeah. They're also kind of cute. Yeah. Raptors aren't cute. But now they have 
all of the all of the danger on all four paws. I mean, that that's 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 not a good thing. Do chickens have paws? Well, if they mate with kittens, they do. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Okay. So let me go to my statement here really quick. Yeah. I think Hawaii is boring. Oh, dude, Hawaii yeah, is not boring. We're trying to come up with a first. Hawaii is not boring. It's so fun. If you're coming up with somebody that's never traveled, like they went to Disneyland once, or I maybe say they get went fucked up and go somewhere cruise. super, like oh, at least second world. I, that, that's just me. Like I remember you telling me because I've only been to Hawaii maybe two or three times, but to me it's like over, it's like super expensive. A bunch of fat white tourists go there and eat yeah, eat it, as much food as they possibly can and stay in some stupid like yeah. garden. Plenty view. of that. Going that's on, Honolulu, man. Plenty. That's Honolulu. Right, but like what you told me, I remember this. I remember this, and I always remember this. You said I was like I was like going to Oahu. I'm going to Oahu, and you're like you're like that's Oakland on an island. It, it totally <laughs> is. It, I'm not lying. Like that is one of the scariest places I've ever been. Was ghetto outside of Honolulu. So yeah, if you, you go, know, that's L.A. too. Though that gets back to my core that you can be in your Baltimore. L.A., Chicago, Lima, any town, or Papiete. If you're in the uh, wrong dude. area at the wrong time, it's oh, a bad man. idea. You're hanging out with just normal people on a normal beach. I'm, I'm talking about like just yeah. like right. Like I can almost see the Ferrari dealership. And there's like my little brother, like probably 350 yards from the Ferrari dealership, uh-huh. witnessed a stabbing. Yeah, well, there like, you go. That, that, that is Honolulu. It's so quick. It's so yeah. quick. There's that little thing there, that little, like, the, the main drag through Honolulu, and everything outside of that, you got to watch your fucking ass, especially as you go over to the War Memorial. The funny thing is, the, the closer you get to the War, worm, the war Memorial, Pearl Harbor, the, Pearl Harbor, about the, the yeah. closer you get to that, the sketchier it gets, boys, because, well, man, there you go. it's it's. It, it is sketchy over you there. You guys can probably Google it now, which is a nice thing compared to most of my traveling. But then, of course, you got to be careful to not back to where we started, at least for me. Don't be too worried and too, you know, you can Google stuff. They're going to make you think the wings are going to fall off the plane. You're going to get beheaded when you get to Cancun. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Yeah. Right. And don't even, enjoy yourself. Don't get off the bus at midnight downtown. Don't go looking for a gentleman's club. Hang out, have some mojitos on the beach, put on some sunblock on your nose, and things are going to go yeah. great. And even in Honolulu, where I was talking about, don't get in with sketchy freaking people. Like that guy that got stabbed definitely wasn't <laughs> looking for anything good. Right. That was later on in the night. Right. And he's looking for trouble. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't walk around, especially if you come from like northern Idaho. Yeah. Like if it's like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, don't walk around in some weird spot one in o'clock town. in the morning your parents have been telling what? you that since you were 14 <laughs> nothing good happens at one so o'clock when you get close morning. to that witching hour man that's that's when everything gets one weird one to three in a not so nice area come on i gotta yeah, i gotta do i have a though. travel place and a travel tip okay hmm. travel place i know where i'm, I'm i would second costa rica because it's not Hawaii, so you get away from the yeah, fat tourists that eat all the yeah. food yep. in the world and yeah. look like whales on the on in Hawaii. On land. You kind of have to. You got to get off the beaten path to get away. But once you do, it, you're it's a human worth whale. It, you're a human whale. <laughs> There's a bunch of Middle America or wherever you're from, and you go there and you spend two hundred thirty dollars a night at some regal like yeah, don't Hyatt. Do that. Like don't you're, do that. The you're wearing the lay. Eat the is that is that what's called the lay? Like the the, the flower yeah, the thing, lay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like it can't even fit around your fat neck because you're yeah, a gurgle yeah. boy or gurgle girl. Yeah, yeah. And you're eating all the buffet food, like, like that, yeah, yeah. If me, you can't do the do wax that. on, wax off with your right. with your drive with the wheel in your car, 
that that's what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. So go to Costa Rica. I like Costa Rica because Costa Rica is like um, I thought I had a like um, it changed my thought process because I thought like, oh, we're going to Costa Rica. It can't be that great. And like there's people like running on the side of the street like t- to actually be fit. And like it's actually more yeah. productive place. And it's actually really safe. Like it's not that crazy unless you're like looking for her hookers and blow. Yeah, you're going to be totally chill. There's, it's really beautiful and it's cheap and it's kind of fun because the roads aren't like this is a street and this is 32nd yeah, Street. Dirt it's kind roads, of fun. it's yeah. exotic, it's still fun. You're right. going to make it up. So as that's you a really go. easy place. Can't um, get sick off the water. Travel Cops tip. Won't shake you down. Travel tip. If you're traveling with your significant other, don't book cheap because <laughs> I've learned this one. I've learned this one. I remember. Um, cheap gets expensive. Yeah. As I said. Yeah, I can very. Yeah. yeah I remember. It's going to cost you. Somehow. Yeah. Some way, my wife and I. Perhaps. My wife and I. We got married. We had a cheap emotionally or physically. <laughs> I'm gonna give it up on the money wise before it goes hundred percent emotionally or spiritually. Yeah, yes. because I don't let that get between. I was naive. Don't do that. I was naive, and I thought like, oh, my wife can like kind of be like my a roommate, and like I can like <laughs> treat her that way. And, that and as a guy roommate too. Yeah, and as a guy roommate, and like we went. Uh, depends we had on the girl. Uh, but bath down the hall, not a problem. Yeah, depends yeah. on the girl though. Well, that was a and thing. how long? That was a thing because what happened is and what you're uh, there for. We had a cheap wedding, a cheap-ish wedding yeah. for how many people we had. And then we just spent all the money we could possibly could on the honeymoon. It was like a mm-hmm. uh, two plus week honeymoon trip in Italy, and we did a cruise ship in between that. Yeah, like just everything that sounds great. Perfect. And honeymoon. I thought my wife would be cool with like hostels. No, uh, not at all. Yeah, no. Not at all. And it was like at the height of like our dollar being like horrible compared to their to their euro. I'm gonna so use we were, that as a travel tip too. Don't stay yeah. at hostels. Don't stay at hostels. No. Even if you're broke, don't stay. Even at hostels. if you have in dreads, America, you can though. If, if unless unless if you have Actually, a backpack twenty four seven on your back and you have dreads and a beard like a gross beard and you look like you might have fifty dollars on you at all times at the most. You got to look the part. Then yeah, sure. Go to a hostel and, yeah. and drink the locals beer and get sick. And, and, and you're going to run into some Irish guy and he's going to get really drunk and there'll be some loud gringo there that is always going to one up. It's probably going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't know what you're drinking. You probably haven't eaten enough that day. And yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of things that you could run into. So, uh, last thing here was to wrap it up. Any travel um, tips? Like, um, I know we said like you said Costa Rica, Dad. Um, what would you suggest? Actually, I would say outside of the United States, I, I would second the Costa Rica. And, wow. and, and, going Costa Rica. and I mean, technically you third it because I second uh, it. Or, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot my place. Homeschooled. Doing <laughs> yeah, the math. Yeah. Oh, I, I got a suggestion. I went to Post Falls, all right? So I went to jail <laughs> for two it. years. I, I have a suggestion for you. Um, I got to see Egypt for a little bit. Ooh, like to yeah. see the pyramids. So like I had, when I turned 18, uh, there's three things I wanted on my list. I wanted to go shark cage diving yeah, yeah. to see the pyramids and, and own a home, but t- before I was 30. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because I did, actually I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, shark cage dive yet but I, I got to see the pyramids and like that was always a huge iconic thing to me because it's such an exotic place a because it's like a place you don't really normally go but mm, yeah when my wife and i woke up and we were in egypt like um the shit smell meter was on oh, pinned unbelievable the camels and and, and when else. we went less to the, rain too then you get the true. definitely the urine Just in the back sits urine in the, the alley urine is what gets it diesel yeah, well, this urine is poop a surreal moment for me because i remember being like in uganda and there was like a lot of trash and like it was crazy because it's surreal and like on, on a real level like it was like heartbreaking but then i went to you uh to egypt and i remember like 
I, I didn't laugh, but I was just so shocked. I didn't know what to, to like, my body didn't know what to do. And I remember like riding in this bus with all these other like fat tourists. And I look out the, the window of the bus and like, it's the Nile. And yeah. I found out one thing. If you don't have electricity and running water to, in, in your building, in your, in your residence in Egypt, yes. it's not counted as a building. So you don't get taxed. So there's like these mm. huge homes that have no windows and like no oh, yes. people are living in them. I think them. I've heard of this. Yeah, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Like that's do your thing. Um, but I did see a, a donkey or some sort of mule thing with it. It's bloated. Like it looks like it's been dead for a little while. Yeah. All right. And I remember like driving Laying by this, down on the side of the road. Or no. In the, in, in the Nile. Oh, floating. And it's brown water. Hey, oh, and there's yeah. a lot of trash. And there's these kids like laughing and splashing water around, <laughs> around it. it playing. Yeah. And I remember just being like, oh, like just like. Oh, I, that would have killed you pretty much. I, my, my weak genes, my germ, <laughs> my germ body, my germ free body would just uh, cringe and shrivel like a, like a grape like a, to a raisin. To a raisin, yeah. Yeah. Dehydrated beef jerky. Raisin boy. Like eat me, I'm down. I'm <laughs> done. thankful for what you have here. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that, well, that's a that's a big travel tip, though. That's a big travel it, tip. That's why you should travel well, it is as an American. Travel tips. I tell everybody: carry zip ties, carry duct tape, carry a couple Ziploc of bags, ziplocs, a big hefty hefty you can lay on if the car breaks down. Mm-hmm. You can use it as a raincoat. You can use it as a trash can. Poncho also. It's a poncho. Great poncho. Fun, uh, fun tip here. A fun tip and slash story. You would always like like love dad you would love to like get away with things that you can bring on a plane. And I remember like sitting down. And I've my used some of his travel tips actually with the, I've with had, the lighters. I've gotten a I've puppy on a plane. No, no. I remember this. I remember this. This is the most memorable one. I don't remember where we're going, but I remember this. My dad's like smiling and he well, opens up his backpack and he pulls out a roll of duct tape. He, he pulls out like a, a huge safety pin, not like a little safety pin, like a big one and like a bunch of rope. And he looks at me. He's like, I can take down the plane. With this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, lighters, like just trying to get away. So that's a travel tip. If you want to try Op- to opens emergency escape, throws the rope into the, yeah. throws the rope into the uh, engine, parachutes out with the, yeah. with like know. three other people that's with a garbage. The way you do it. Yeah. yeah. That's what that garbage bag All right, for. son, let's get out of here. <laughs> my, my biggest travel tip is pack light and bring an extra duffel bag. Like I like to bring one of those. Like, I'm with you compact, on this. You have to. Like packable, like, like. Where they get really small and you can throw it in your bag. Like I have a backpack that you can like pull out of this. Like I don't know how they do it. Yeah. It's like a tent backpack, mm-hmm. and you can pull it out because like you always buy a lot of shit, especially if you're if you have a significant. You should other also. Some sort. You're gonna buy a lot travel of stuff. tip: buy things when you're out there. Yeah, it's buy stuff. fun. Buy stuff. Bring it back. Yeah, and you keep it around for forever. Yeah. Especially if you go to a cheaper place. You know, especially like I, I talk about. We'll, we'll probably talk about Bali a lot because I love Bali. But like, gosh, the stuff you can buy like. The, the things that you can buy in Bali, I remember buying like these like things, that, these ropey things that you can put plants in. And I brought like only two or three back because I didn't think much of them. And like all these girls, like my wife's friends were like, oh my gosh, like where'd you get this? Like how much was this? And I'm like, it was $2. And, and, I, and before I told them that, I was like, how much would you pay for it? Because my little business brain's <laughs> yeah, like, how yeah, can yeah, I make yeah. money off you? We were thinking about this and too, like, which we should still maybe potentially. But they, they were like, oh, easy. Like, like I was like I was like because I just know white girls. I'm like, if it was in Target, how much would you pay for it? And like, oh, mm, twenty bucks. And I'm like, mm, I paid two. So there's my Profit, like six yeah. seven margin. X markup margin. Yeah. So bringing back gifts is good. Bringing yeah, back gifts. Bag, the, the double inside bag. a Back duffel. to that, Gary bought me back a great gift from China. Oh, that's. I don't right. know if you guys heard about this. But Gary uh, just got back from China. Gary's got a. Should we say? Yeah, yeah. He's got a. Uh, well, Chuck. 
Well, I have a sister, got that's a sister not who's blood, from China. Yeah, we adopted a beautiful, yeah. brave warrior princess. We adopted her when she was nine months, and 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 to be honest, like she is so much my sister, I could I could never compute the thought of her never being a sister. Yes, but also equally Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> equally <laughs> Chinese. It's gonna make me start crying. Yeah, yeah, my dad cries at anything. Oh yeah. You bring it, you say the word John Wayne and got shot, and he'll oh. start crying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my grandpa. Yeah. I get a little of that. Yeah, as much as my pretty, but yeah, that's true. Pretty little mayor. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're the in China. What'd you, what'd you get though? Uh, I got a. I got a. What what is that? A, a scroll? Well, is that yeah, what I got? that's one of the things you always want to try to bring something back different. At least I do something that they can't find on Amazon. Yeah. Or exactly. At Have something made. Or yeah. Find something. And so they make these scrolls where the guy hand writes it in the beautiful. Asian letters and he writes what things is, like what, peace what, and serenity. What is Asian? What is Asian? Cantonese uh, is uh, Cantonese. Uh, Mandarin's Mandarin the big, and Cantonese. The, eight, right? the communists have embraced Mandarin. It oh, can also really? be called lines because what else is it? <laughs> I mean, dots for me. Dots and lines. <laughs> we'll call it delines. Alien, alien language. But what did you get though as a gift? Yeah, so I got that. Yeah, well, you go. I mean, uh, I can't remember. I remember, I think you like just sent me a text that like, I brought you something back. Right. I think it was what it was. And then I went over, was it your house? I think it was your house. I went over to your house. We are snowboarding, right? It was yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah, boat's gone. It's November. It was the beginning of the season, November. I think it was my just after my birthday. And he just handed me a box. And it had clearly letters that I couldn't read <laughs> on it. And it was... It was extremely nice, actually, which is a strange thing. Nice box. I mean, everything was like, it was like very formal, which kind yeah, of threw me off for a second. that you unroll. Very, yeah. And wrapped had, in ribbon. Yeah. Silk. Wrapped in silk. Yeah. <laughs> and then it had the two, uh, it has like the two tassels on both yeah. sides. And then on the back, it says, um, what, what, it was, is. They call us foreign devil. Foreign, yeah, so they call us foreign devil. So back to the self-deprecating. So yeah. I'd always say I'm a big, fat foreign devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Goran is the, I forget what the whole thing is, but it's when you make fun of yourself. You say, I'm not just foreign devil. I'm a big, I'm a big fat, fat foreign, foreign devil. devil. And up comes the cigar, and they're exactly. cracking up. Yeah, because it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. I mean. So you so you got a scroll. I, I got a scroll that says, big, fat, foreign devil on it. Right. Yeah. It took me forever to get the guy to understand what I really wanted him to write. Because he's used to <laughs> writing he's peace and like, serenity yeah. for Susan. Dad tattoos for white people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I remember this because. Fat, foreign devil. This, yeah. this is a recent trip because you guys went to China for a while. But I remember like um, my wife getting texts uh, from one of my sisters because both of my sisters went. But. Um, like this is dad and dad, like I've never seen this picture of my dad, just like, like a cigar in his mouth. Obviously that's normal. And holding up a, uh, a, a Chinese person. Yeah, I picked ours. up the old guy because they, they love the uh, <laughs> selfies and they're just totally stoked. Once one of them gets up the nerve to ask you for a selfie, they start lining up. Right. And I think I kind of embody that American tall, square jawed, yeah. blonde, crazy surf hair. And then up comes the cigar. So, yeah. and then that guy, I just really made his day because I literally picked him up in front of my arms. Where Hung Fu started. Well, yeah, you and, you definitely look like the like and, the stereotypical yeah. American, almost like a yeah. cowboy because you got the look of uh, what's the actor's name again? I can't remember. Um, Robert Redford. Mr. Redford. <laughs> He's yes, my uncle. Yeah. Oh really? Well, my my brothers don't work for him. Actually, <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, you look the part too, and yeah. the cigar definitely sells it oh, too. Yeah, because I mean, do you th 
I wonder if then I wear the... shorts when they're still, they're calling it cold out. There's snow on the mountains, but it's 52 out. I'm yeah. shorts, and that adds to it. Then I got sandals on with the Tevas. And they, <laughs> uh-huh. They've never seen anything like a Teva. They're this just is, like, what is that? This is like high techno. What is this sorcery on your feet? <laughs> feet sorcery. He can run. Foot sorcery. Well, apparently, as uh, Americans think that there's kung fu people still around, and and that's probably still a thing. Well, they're they're usually um, uh, uh, what are they called? Um, a legendary, a legend, legendary. Uh, <laughs> they're in karate ghosts. <laughs> they're in karate kid. Oh man! But I remember it's like uh, in Egypt, all they'd say to you, and everywhere too. I was like, even in Italy, like Italy's not like some crazy place. Like Italy's just a beautiful, normal place, and like they would. Like Egypt, they'd like look at you, and if they think you're American, they're like "Hi Ho Silver." Like they think, like <laughs> they think, like co- apparently cowboys are still alive. That's what I was going to say. I think that's a lot of the it's the transition the is look. the yeah. is that John Wayne or yeah. that that late cowboy. And they thing had um, well, certainly the can do attitude of we're smiling, but don't tell me I can't build. Yeah. Bridge and I've here. seen American yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw an American bar, like a, like American themed bar mm-hmm. in. Uh, in Italy, and I forgot where. Maybe it was Rome or something like that. But it was like a cowboy theme. Like they had saloon doors swinging in. Yeah, it was like country yeah. music. And I'm like, you think cowboys still run the USA? Like are there cowboys <laughs> like, are there on mean? horses? And like, do we have sheriffs? Like, and, like John Wayne's just yeah. walking around smoking cigarettes. And like, I'll shoot your eye out or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah, pale rider. I'll, I'll throw yeah, dynamite into your sleeping cabin. Have fun. Okay, cool. Well, with that well, being said. Um, for, uh, I guess for like beginner travel though, if you haven't been out of the state or something like that, if you're in the United States and you want to go out of the states, definitely the, uh, the, um, uh, uh, like Zion, Bryce. Oh, sure. It depends see if they're the outdoor Grand Canyon. People. God, there's so much to do. They oh, just need to get out. Oh, are you okay. An, are you the, an outdoor person? The most amount of send that you can get in the United States, I think, Miami. is two, well, Come on, you send in Miami. You do send in Miami. You got leather tan skin. It's oily. It's like dripping off your body. Yes, you're but but full send where dangerous town. full full send where you can you can die very quickly uh, and within a couple feet and you can actually go and do this is uh, Zion. Go to Zion and do uh, Angels Landing. Ooh yeah, that is that's a thing, man. And then go Just go and, stare at it. If you don't have to go oh, up it, they can go to the bottom no, no, and look no, at no, it. No, 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 well, no, no. Don't reach in your don't pants force a lifestyle and figure your life out and get up onto Angels Landing. Hang on to the chain. Hang on to the chain. There's a chain. I remember Just, all going, the this chain. is America. I got a good one for you I, on I that. I can't believe it's still legal. So I'm in Machu Picchu, and back then when you go up to the little mountain, that's always the postcard you see with the little bump behind mm-hmm. it. So you're already there, and you're hanging out, and it's all it's actually kind of creepy because they'd kill a 13-year-old and virgin and pull her heart out and figure out which way blood ran but besides from that so you go up to the little mountain before you go up there's one guy working there and he takes down your passport number and that's in case you fall off because there is no chain right see i don't even understand in america in our in our extremely you know lawsuit driven world how that is still there yeah angels landing it blows my mind i remember the first time i went there as a kid um, it was family truckster going across America with my parents. And I remember getting there and my dad's like, yeah, we're going to the end. And I was just looking across this sketchy ass spine as like, I was like 12 or 13. I'm just like, dude, this is, I thought that it wasn't like, it was not part of the whole. Like it was going to crumble down uh, though? Or what do you no, think? No, I, I didn't think happen. it was part of the park. 
I was like, there's no way this is legal. That was the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, there's no way. Like, we're trespassing. This is purgatory. This is this isn't legal. This and is federal government purgatory. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was going to get, like, pulled over like they don't on know, the way. They don't know somehow. what to do with you yet. So it's like, hey, uh, don't look here. Yeah. Because so we're not looking here. Definitely go see the National Parks yeah. for sure. You need That's to go see one. that. Yosemite. Yosemite. Half Dome. The Half Dome hike up is is just as gnarly. I mean, I was just five years old. Less seeing it licking ice cream and looking at me like, my God, how did that yeah. And Have happen? you done the Glacier hike up National Half Dome Park? too? Big Sur. I was five, so no. Oh, okay, because it, it, it gets sketchy. It's pretty slippery rock but yeah glacier glacier is as close to like bc alaska yeah, as you Waterton's can get Waterton's on the other side yes definitely remember, do um, definitely do glacier maybe do yeah. this ha, live a little i think i think uh, to wrap this kind of podcast up a little bit here like it's it, live a little like i remember um, a little a little live a lot you live a lot you, here, come here's a little pedal down here, here's a yes. live a little tip it's the one on the right <laughs> subaru drivers it's yeah. your friend push it to the floor when in doubt push on the gas Virginia, that gets you out of a lot of trouble, by the Virginia way. Beach, Nine out of 10. Virginia Beach, 4th of July, 19 years old, 2007, skateboard tour. We had no money because we did, we never had money. Um, well, you're skateboarders. Had, it's Why would you? <laughs> we weren't expecting it. It's, this is back in the day. It's 4th of July. It's super hot. We decide to go to the beach. We go to this like rundown place to buy ham sandwiches, which I hate. Like the, the weird bologna, like it's called bologna. It's not even like real ham. It's like this, like it's that bread that's already getting thinner because it's doing. Well, yeah. bologna. And so we, we buy bologna Bolo- sandwiches. Bologna is. Who says bologna? Bullshit meat is what it is. Yeah, so Bolognius, Bolognius. Yeah. I remember this bologna guy. Has, it's in the name. This ain't this ain't meat. It's bologna. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll reconnect with him. And maybe I'll try to tag him. I haven't seen him in forever. But his name was Chris Yanisak. And he was uh, part of the BFC group, the skateboard tour that we were on. And he had a poop. And um, there's nowhere to poop because it's Fourth of July in Outer Banks, and there's like a hundred thousand people. Like it was just literally probably that many people. And he just goes, he's like, I'm just gonna poop in the ocean. And we're at the very end, and he poops, and he's sitting out there. We're all watching, like we know that he's pooping, (laughs) and he poops, and you poop floats. Obviously, I guess. Oh, I I know exactly. His poop floated. I've, I've had this happen to me. I know exactly poop, where this is going. I'm not a poop floatologist. Sometimes the brown trout floats onto you. Yep. And no, no, no. It wasn't that. It floated downstream oh. to the hundreds of thousands of traveling people. brown trout. Yeah. yeah. And we and we were just like crying <laughs> because uh, maybe this is a travel trip trip for you if you are going to go to the Virginia Outer Banks uh, beach on Fourth of July. It's you might not want to crowded. Think about pooping. People are probably pooping in the ocean. <laughs> And poops floating down. Well, good thing it's the ocean because there's a lot of water there. <laughs> also salt. salt. A lot of salt. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I guess, uh, guys, hey, get out there. Travel a little bit. Enjoy yourselves. Please. Um, don't Please go to travel. these plain vanilla places. Like, that's not traveling. And, and see, at least at least go look at the ocean or something. Like, get in a little bit of trouble. Maybe uh, the best experience I ever had, um, personally, um, the first time I went to Bali was a stress relief. I had no money. I came out of a tech startup for three, nearly three freaking years of making zero dollars. My wife making all the money, which she makes money, but it's not like we're not like rolling in dough. And and I decide let's go to Bali and I'm gonna figure out how the hell to pay it off. I put it on credit oh, yeah. cards and maybe don't do that. I'm not telling you to do that, but it's, it, traveling to me and i guess to anybody else especially you dad i'm sure is just like it's some of the best experiences you could possibly ever have that no money can buy that experience unless you actually go do it for yourself yeah definitely well said yeah. It's exactly yeah it. so 
travel, live a little. Get out of your comfort zone. Get That's really com- what it is. Get out of your get out of your Subaru bubble. Yeah, uh, that thing is holding you, holding your you soul back. It, it's you your better. soul. It's your soul, man. Take off That's your seriously. One. The Subaru is another another. Pod. Get it out of there. It's another podcast. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like. Okay, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna your, end your on a comfort, joke. Your comfort soul. I want to end on a joke that actually happened today, and I was wishing you were here. Oh, really? My dad and I went skiing today. <laughs> it was my boss. Yeah, oh, you're oh, Barney laughing. was there. Huh? No, hush. This is funny. This is okay. pretty good. I I don't know how I didn't laugh super out loud. I didn't think I was rude. No, but it would have been. If uh, they am I rubbing off on you, Gary? No. <laughs> okay, listen. This is this is the end of the podcast. We were skiing, and we're on Stella at yeah, Schweitzer, yeah. which is yeah. a six seater. Uh, lift and it has a huge it fits six people per chair it's a beautiful chair and so we barney my boss Amen. and my dad and i were on the chair and, and and two strangers to the left of us and they they're wearing bicycle helmets pretty much with sunglasses and immediately as soon as we 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 go for takeoff um they pull the ch- the, the, the well they, they ask you know, they're, 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 they ask well they did the let's put this thing down let's put the safety bar down. If you i put didn't it even down, the two of you that don't ski, if, if you, you put it down and you... I'm it, going to say this right now. I've ridden Schweitzer since I was 17 years old, and I didn't even know that there's a bar on <laughs> Above that. Above your head Until now. Well, you should have rode up with these people. You would have found <laughs> out. All right, let me set the preference really quick, and we'll end here. If you put the bar down when you're skiing, you are 100% kook, 100% jerry. Like, it's right. a it's Or a you work for the mountain and you're supposed And you're scared to. to death of life, like, of, of, of being scared. Like, you definitely go to maybe, you maybe go to Hawaii. Like, you probably go to Cancun at all-you-can-eat sandals no, resort Oregon beach. Coast would yeah, be about Oregon. as far as they're going to yeah. get. Maybe. Okay, so this is a joke. This is a real thing that happened, so it's like a funny thing. It's a funny story that's a joke to me. Uh, they put the bar down. And immediately my dad looks at him and pauses and goes, do you perhaps <laughs> drive a Subaru? <laughs> We're rubbing off, boys. Yeah. And they look at him like, no. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then I start trying to jump off. <laughs> then I do that. You know what I love about these? Because you can just like rail them, man. You yeah. cannot get out. So yeah, like, he's like shaking jail. the bar and like... And they're, and they're wearing like bicycle oh, helmets. Thank you. Like, thank you so much, Gary. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to shake your hand on this. Yeah, that was pretty that good. Was definitely, that's, that's yeah. my spirit right there. Thank yeah. you. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully, this was a little bit shorter of a podcast for you. I know no one complained about it, but maybe I complained a little bit about it. But um, enjoy yourselves. Travel a little bit. Have fun. Um, dad, thank good you times. for Thanks having for having me, Gary. man. Yeah. And to everyone out there besides my dad, you're not my dad. Yeah, so yes. You're Ooh. not my dad. Gamubukan Papaku. Gamubukan Papaku. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you uh, next, next Tuesday at 4.44 p.m. Well, that was an episode, wasn't it? See you next time, Tuesday at 4.44 p.m. Goodbye.